Welcome back to The Daily Poem. I'm David Kern, and today is December 1st, 2021. It's December, which means that it is the month that Jim Harrison was born. Harrison was an American poet, novelist, and essayist who was born on December 11th, 1937, and died in 2016. He wrote in a number of different forms, including poetry and essays. He has some great food writing, just great food writing. And he also was a novelist and wrote, in particular, some great novellas, including Legends of the Fall, which was made into a famous movie. He's um, got quite a cult following uh, across, the, across the world, and he was a wonderful writer. And as I said, he was born on December 11th. So now that it's December, I wanted to share a poem that he wrote. I may share a couple by him because he's just been on the mind because there is a new collection of his complete poems uh, coming out later this month. This first one that I'm going to share is a little bit long. It's called Solstice Litany, and it's a five-part poem. Um, so I probably will just read it once. I'll, if I read it twice, I'll, we'll see how it's going. Keep my comments to a minimum. But this is uh, Jim Harrison's Solstice Litany. The Saturday morning meadowlark came in from high up with her song, gliding into tall grass, still singing. How I'd like to glide around singing in the summer, then to go south to where I already was, and find fields full of meadowlarks in winter. But when walking my dog, I want four legs to keep up with her as she thunders down the hill at top speed, then belly flops into the deep pond. Lark or dog, I crave the impossible. I'm just human. All too human. Two. I was 19 and mentally infirm when I saw the prophet Isaiah. The hem of his robe was as wide as the horizon and his trunk and face were thousands of feet up in the air. Maybe he appeared because I had read him so much and opened too many ancient doors. I was cooking my life in a cracked clay pot that was leaking. I had found secrets I didn't deserve to know. When the battle for the mind is finally over, it's late June, green and raining. 3. A violent windstorm the night before the solstice. The house creaked and yawned. I thought the morning might bring a bald earth, bald as a man's bald head, but not shiny. But dawn was fine with a few downed trees, the yellow rosebush splendidly intact. The grass was all there dotted with black Angus cattle. The grass is indestructible except to fire, but now it's too green to burn. What did the cattle do in this storm? They stood with their butts toward the wind, erect Buddhists waiting for nothing in particular. I was in bed, cringing at gusts, imagining the contents of earth all blowing north and piled up where the wind stopped, the pile sky high. No one can climb it. A gopher comes out of a hole as if nothing happened. 4. The sun should be a couple of million miles closer today. It wouldn't hurt anything, and anyway, this cold, rainy June is hard on me and the nesting birds. My own nest is stupidly uncomfortable, the chair of many years. The old windows don't keep the weather out, the wet wind whipping my hair. A very old robin drops dead on the lawn, a first for me. Millions of birds die, but we never see it. They like privacy in this holy, fatal moment, or so I think. We can't tell each other when we die. Others must carry the message to and fro. 
He's gone, they'll say. While writing an average poem destined to disappear among the millions of poems written now by mortally average poets. Five. Solstice at the cabin deep in the forest. The full moon shines in the river. There are pale, green, northern lights. A huge thunderstorm comes slowly from the west. Lightning strikes a nearby tamarack, bursting into flame. I go into the cabin feeling unworthy. At dawn, the tree is still smoldering. In this place, the gods touched earth. It's more important that you hear this poem again than that you hear from me, so I'm going to read it one more time. This is Jim Harrison's Solstice Litany, once again. One. The Saturday morning meadowlark came in from high up with her song, gliding into tall grass, still singing. How I'd like to glide around, singing in the summer, then to go south to where I already was, and find fields full of meadowlarks in winter. But when walking my dog, I want four legs to keep up with her, and as she thunders down the hill at top speed, then belly flops into the deep pond. Lark or dog, I crave the impossible. I'm just human. All too human. Two. I was 19 and mentally infirm when I saw the prophet Isaiah. The hem of his robe was wide as the horizon, and his trunk and face were thousands of feet up in the air. Maybe he appeared because I had read him so much and opened too many ancient doors. I was cooking my life in a cracked clay pot that was leaking. I had found secrets I didn't deserve to know. When the battle for the mind is finally over, it's late June, green and raining. 3. A violent windstorm the night before the solstice. The house creaked and yawned. I thought the morning might bring a bald earth, bald as a man's bald head, but not shiny. But dawn was fine, with a few down trees, the yellow rosebush splendidly intact. The grass was all there, dotted with black Angus cattle. The grass is indestructible, except to fire, but now it's too green to burn. What did the cattle do in this storm? They stood with their butts toward the wind, erect Buddhists, waiting for nothing in particular. I was in bed cringing at gusts, imagining the contents of earth all blowing north and piled up where the wind stopped, the pile sky high. No one can climb it. A gover comes out of a hole as if nothing happened. Four. The sun should be a couple million miles closer today. It wouldn't hurt anything, and anyway, this cold rainy June is hard on me and the nesting birds. My own nest is stupidly uncomfortable. The chair of many years. The old windows don't keep the weather out, the wet wind whipping my hair. A very old robin drops dead on the lawn, a first for me. Millions of birds die, but we never see it. They like privacy in this holy, fatal moment, or so I think. We can't tell each other when we die. Others must carry the message to and fro. He's gone, they'll say, while writing an average poem destined to disappear among the millions of poems written now by mortally average poets. Five. Solstice at the cabin, deep in the forest. The full moon shines in the river. There are pale, green, northern lights. 
a huge thunderstorm comes slowly from the west. Lightning strikes a nearby tamarack bursting into flame. I go into the cabin feeling unworthy. At dawn, the tree is still smoldering. In this place, the gods touched earth. This has been The Daily Poem. Post-production is by Logan Green. I'm David Kern, and thanks for listening. We'll be back with another poem for you tomorrow. Your family loves it outside. Know who else does? Bugs, ticks, fleas, mosquitoes. They get on your crew, pets, and on your nerves. Spray the bugs away with Wonderside's lab-proven, plant-powered lineup for pets, family, home, and yard. Wonderside Pest Protection Sprays exceed the same effectiveness standards required for conventional products, harnessing the power of nature to do the job. Wonderside, it's all good. And just for our listeners, get 20% off on Wonderside.com with coupon code PODCAST. That's Wonderside.com.